photo. So I mean, it's like people who do that now where they like go on Instagram and they put like six photos in a row. So when you open their, their profile, it looks like yeah. a walk. Like, and then they always <laughs> inevitably post two more photos and it's completely ruined. <laughs> You're like, you idiot, you have to post three photos at a time. <laughs> yeah, for real, for the rest of your life now, you're stuck yeah. to it. That's a high, that's a high standard for, for like being an interesting person. They're like every time you go to post a picture, you're like, I need two more. Like, fuck. Yo, dude, like, why are you attacking me like that? I rarely post. <laughs> you're never going to post I again. Do, when I do, I will usually put like, I don't want to put just one photo. So you're I'll do that like series person. of things. Yeah, yeah. I, 100% nailed me, killed me. To be fair, actually, I think I do that too. And I think it's because I don't post enough so that if I start posting single photos rarely, it just seems out of place. So I'm like, I have yeah. to show up and show big if I'm only going to do this every three months. So. I try to let people know that I'm like alive. I'm like, yes, it's me. I still have my girlfriend, my I, dog. We're you know, loving I life. Everything's the good. I hell out of people who opt out, man. I mean, I do too. I it's feel the you. hardest thing in society to do now and they opt out. It's good for them. Good for them. Like, I like, feel the same way. Like I had to, I mentioned to you a little while ago that a friend that I used to know years ago that I tried to find on social media and this person was nowhere. And when I finally found them, it was like, I'm so fucking impressed how hard it was to find you. I admire the hell out of that. Like, like that's, that's, I've never, you're the first person I've ever known that I've been like, I'm going to look that person up. And then they simply did not exist on the internet. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, like if this Impressive. is like what the nineties were like, like, you know, like what do you got to look them up in a phone book? Like what the fuck? But I don't know, dog. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, oh, man. You remember phone books? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it weird that Damn, there's no dude. such thing anymore? Is it weird that there's no direct? Like, how come there's not an internet? There's, <laughs> Yo, there's, there's the like yellowpages.com, isn't there? Hang on, hang on, hang on. They okay. are a thing, and they're posted in subway stations and stuff like that. Except a lot of places I see them, they're just gone because people destroy them. Sure. <laughs> just don't replace them anymore. You know what I'm saying? So, like... Oh, they fucking jam now. everything. They come down with fucking crowbars, crack that shit open. Did in Toronto take the that's, quarters. Did in Toronto, that's because they they let people steal it to like start their drum fire or Yeah, here's another news alert here saying that Western University campus has been turning away students because there's absolute, there's now an overwhelming and unsustainable demand for testing from students. So you remember the health center downstairs? Literally sending people oh, away. Oh, God. Dude, we're like, like, it's... If you should see the number of house parties I've passed, like... like Oh, I believe it, 100%. Walking up Talbot from downtown, like up that's the street behind my house here, you know, the famous bridge where everybody fucking hits their truck. It's frat houses, it's student houses, people everywhere. Fucking everywhere. They, they, they don't give a shit at all. It's fucking mind-blowing. They don't care at all. Seemingly. Like, I don't... We talked about this the other day. I don't know what you and I would have been like if... We were second year, like in our first house. Like, oh, dude, we just moved back. Remember, we moved back like two weeks. We're early to. We're like, oh, dude, it's dope. Like, fuck, man, two weeks chilling. Like, we're just gonna party and the blah, blah, blah. Like, if, if COVID had been happening then, if it had been Shit, COVID dude. twelve or whatever the fuck year that was, or COVID, COVID twelve, 11, yeah. COVID eleven or whatever the fuck it is, we would have been like, dude, like it's not. We're healthy. We were hitting the gym. We were all. We we're both in shape. We we're good shape back then. Like fucking ripping up we've been like we're fine man like you know we smoke a little less that's, like <laughs> and that's the hard part though about getting older is now you're like reflecting back on that stupid shit like i can't yeah. really judge these kids sometimes because i knew i'd be doing the same shit probably just but enough. that being well, said as an adult you look you look at it and you're like you shake your head you're like you guys are fucking idiots. not only just like, like what are you doing Trial by fire, man. All right. You ready? You ready to really get into it? Let's do it. All right, buddy. Well, this is uh, fucking A, episode one. It's uh, September 14th, 2020. I'm Matt. This is Dan. What's going on, man? <laughs> Living in the year 2020, which is a nightmare unto itself. This is the fucking A podcast. Uh, you know, it, the, the podcast world has been 
has been shouting out into the void, yearning for this kind of dynamic, synergistic duo when, they ask, when will two good-looking, hilarious, charming Canadian men start making sense of the world we live in today as fucking A hits the airwaves, right? When the world needs it the most in the year 2020. Now, as we get going and as the uh, show takes off, it's important to have support, you know, a little, a little uh, Twitter followership, a little Instagram followership, but also there's also people reaching out. And, you know, I think this is going to give us a little wind beneath our wings here. I get an email this week. This is a very true story. An email this week from the Hera himself, the head beaver of these frozen lands, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, dropped an email in our Gmail inbox. This, this is true. And it reads, hey, Dan and Matt, how excited I am to see two awesome <laughs> Canadian bros starting a podcast. The world needs people, specifically you two people, to help them get through this tough time. I can't wait till you are national heroes. I will listen to every episode. Signed, Justin, J. Diddy, Trusha, Trudeau. <laughs> Did I ask you what was up? You talked for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is going to take no time at all. <laughs> so Shit, I'm excited man. to do this. I'm excited to do this. I'm excited to get going. I'm excited to have you doing this with me after I bugged you about it for multiple years. It's been years. a long time coming, bro. It's it is. I caught you. I finally got you at the right day, at the right time, with the right words, and you're, you're the switch flip, <laughs> and here we are a month later. Yeah, it kind of did, actually. Launching this. I, it, persistence is key, is what people always say. So... Let's actually get to something. So I'm going to ask you a simple question to start, which is, how do you feel about chicken? It's the only meat I eat through the week until <laughs> the weekend hits. Straight up, dude. I fucking love chicken. Fried okay. chicken. Any chicken, you got it. Chicken sandwiches. Like, if you've got a burger at the place, I'm getting the chicken sandwich. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, then then I, I, you're, you're already kind of getting ahead of me here, which is, how do you feel about modes of delivery? What's your favorite chicken mode of delivery let's say are you mode a wingman delivery <laughs> are you uh, are you do you prefer uh, the dark meat are you wings drumsticks perhaps what 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 what's your what's your preferred mode of delivery it's got to be white meat it's got to be well it doesn't have to be actually i love all chicken Whoa, straight there. up but like white meat <laughs> it's got to be no nah, straight up white meat 100 percent boneless you name it, nugs, tenders, I'm about it. I don't care that I'm 28 years old and still eating that shit. They're delicious. Do I eat regular stuff through the week? Yeah, we eat regular chicken. It's okay. delicious. But okay. on the weekend, if I got my option at a fast food place, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm getting boneless wings. But okay. my thing about boneless wings is you got to get the sauce right. You got to get the sauce right. Undoubtedly. You know what I'm saying? Undoubtedly. Where do you lie with this? I'm a, I, I, must, I, I must admit I am partial to... A wing. I'm a I'm a I'm a man of the wing bone. Guy? I'm a man of the bone. I like the I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I'm one of those those savages who who believes that it just tastes better. So I am I am pro wing. Put me in the pro wing party. <laughs> Which, you know, it's gonna be my new political party. I'm gonna start. Okay, so the, this pro this wings? Is, if you're boneless, if you're about the boneless chicken wing, then you may find your hero in a man from i believe lincoln nebraska who went to a city council and uh decided to make his concerns about the boneless wing heard now his gripe is that boneless chicken wings is not an acceptable term and he took this to his city council speaking in front of a room full of lawmakers trying to plead his case that this is not the, this is not the applicable term for this food item. So is this a matter of grammar exactly? Like what is, what is this feeling on his issue is with boneless because they cannot be wings if they are boneless. <laughs> dude, don't even dress this up. Okay. This dude walked in front of city council, well-dressed, my dad, in a suit, man's he looking good. good, but he's got long hair. He's got long hair, so I know right off the hop. I'm like, this man's coming for business. Comes out, addresses the crowd. Everybody's, you know, properly social distance, masks on, everything. But you can, you know those smiles you can see in people's eyes? Yes. 
The girl behind him kind of smiles as this man stands up before city council and declares that there's a state emergency problem in Lincoln, in Lincoln, Nebraska. He wants boneless wings completely eradicated from our entire vernacular. You, you don't, don't say that shit because you know why? It's bullshit. How the fuck can you call a chicken wing a boneless wing when it doesn't have any fucking shit in it like okay so sorry the, the thing about boneless wings that i don't get which is which is where do they come from like is this one of those obscure products that we just don't ask the question about where express it comes meat. from? express meat bro is that what no 100 it's breast meat it's white meat and it's that's the whole thing dude it's a nugget it's a saucy nugget that's it that's all a boneless wing is so why how are so you gonna why not call it is it because it's just like an advertising thing, I think. I feel like, right? Like you have to, you have to put a spin on wings, right? Because like sauce nuggets, it doesn't sound as like, ooh, as boneless wings. Because then you get all those people who are like, I like wings, but I don't like all the trouble. So I want boneless wings. Like I'd rather eat, you're, you're enhancing a wing rather than saucing a nugget. And someone, someone in some advertising room somewhere was like in a room full of like, like middle-class white people being like, and which one makes you feel like, you know, this is a, which one would make you take your family out for, for a night to like TGI Fridays or something like that? Like, which is marketed for adults. Boneless wings? Like, ooh, boneless wings. Like this man's a hero of of the English language though. I'll give him that. He's, he's arguing on this guy. He, He's incredible, man. He's making people laugh in there, and he's like actually calling him out and laughing at him too. He's like, "Hey, have some <laughs> yeah. fucking respect, okay? <laughs> I'm up here talking about something pretty damn serious, and you're laughing, and we're in front of city council." I appreciate but, that um, he came so correct. Like he was like he clearly like got like was like this. I got to put something nice on, and he went down <laughs> and he showed up, and he was like, "I'm serious about this. Like I can but respect only... the serious effort." <laughs> but dude he was respectful in the sense of he said to them straight up i'm only going to take a moment of your time and it literally took about two minutes to speak yeah it's an impressive if you haven't seen it it's been out there for a few weeks it's a, it, it went viral as they say uh and they if you haven't seen it already it is it is incredibly short he makes his point he comes in he makes exactly the point he wants to make he looks he's dressed to he's dressed for the job and then he leaves and it's it's he, he makes I think everything could use that kind of like concise brevity these days where people like you, people got to learn how to make their point in two minutes or less and make it well. Like that's a skill. Yeah, man. Unlike us who will take over an hour to make anything. Yeah. <laughs> to I'm, say anything absolutely, at all. Dude. Um, okay. <laughs> now the thing is continue. No, I was going to say like the thing is with that, the main, tr- Oh Jesus Christ, dude, I just had a photo fall on the ground. <laughs> the one of me. Isn't that. It? Yeah, no, it's seriously. Matt has, for anybody who listens, Matt has pictures of me surrounding him on all sides in his room right now. That's actually in my living room, not in my computer desk here. (laughs) (laughs) We laugh because it's true. There is a photo of us in there. There is a photo of us in the living room. Like we said at the start, these are two authentic Canadian bros sitting down for a conversation. The first of many. Before we eventually realize that only four people are listening and we decide to move on to other things. And that's all we need. Listen up, four people. That's all we need. We just need, you know what? Four friends. That's good friends right there, man. That's good friends. Now, this past weekend, since we're on the subject of chicken, I somehow, and I know to the the displeasure of many, had never eaten Popeyes before in my entire life. 29 years and roughly six weeks, I had never tasted Popeyes chicken before. That's and insane, dude. It That's showed insane, up. Dude. It showed up in front of me and was offered to me f- for eating, and I tried it. And this was straight. These were straight like like tenders. These were these were classic tendies right here. These were these were Popeyes straight up like deli- like it's supposed to be just their easy chicken, right? So this is oh, like so you didn't get floor. their fried chicken. You got some tenders. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so I I tried it, and my my current opinion to be swayed as life continues you know i i still haven't been on a roller coaster after my first three or four of them because it's, it's you know i i need i need time to grow into new things so my review of it is that it is exactly the same as kfc and therefore fucking gross so <laughs> you're so wrong you're one so out wrong, of five dude. you're so <laughs> one wrong out of five okay your first mistake tenors actually aren't bad there but there's two things you got to learn. First mistake is, no, you got to get the actual fucking chicken, bro. Just straight up. 
And do, hang on, did you get spicy or regular? They, they most definitely were not spicy. I didn't order them. They were somebody else's. You people can't see me. the movements I'm making right now, but like you can't even talk about not liking Popeyes if you're getting fucking regular, bro. You got to get spicy. Everything there, you have to get the spicy version, first of all. Even the fries got a little spice in them. It's nothing crazy, but when I hit up Wendy's, bit. when I hit up Wendy's, I'm a spicy chicken man. So, so get spicy at Popeyes. But listen, dude, listen. You got to get the actual boneless chicken breast. You know what I'm saying? The fried chicken. Ask for white meat. It'll come. There's only like a little piece of cartilage in that. If you get that piece and it's fresh, that is the greatest fucking thing you'll ever eat in your entire life at a fried chicken spot. Unless you have a local spot that I don't really know about, and I need to know it. Hit me in the DMs about where to go because I'm always <laughs> looking for new fried chicken places. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. I, 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 I will admit that it was – all I'm saying is for my first taste, it was disappointing. I was, I was like, this, this, there's no way people get fucking murdered over this Yo. chicken. If people are being killed over this chicken – like then like nah, fucking nah. end this planet like it's this the sandwiches be it. bro it's about the sandwiches about the fried chicken another okay. pro tip pro okay. tip okay anybody listening to this call let's say the place was at 11 call it like 10 30 with your uber eats order they'll throw in extra sometimes because they're just trying to empty the fryer so if you buy a four like a five piece you know what i'm saying sometimes you'll get seven or eight it's happened to us. It was beautiful. So what does like, call this the like right before the end of the night? Like you're Hit them. Love them. Yeah, dude. Right before they close, right? Because they're not gonna sell them. So they're just like, here you fucking go. Yeah, of course. Pro- and they also Bomb. probably know that all of you ordering at that hour are fried. Of course. <laughs> or like, hammered and looking for someone to soak up the liquor. Like they they must know. But that's what that shit's that's what that shit's designed dude, that's, around. It's that's straight low up. wage worker respect right there. That's people <laughs> who are fifteen minutes from doing the same thing. They just had to finish their shift. So they're like, fucking bro, here's three more biscuits. Like they probably they probably take biscuits with you on the way out the door. You're like, nobody's eating them. Like, I'm not gonna throw them in the trash. Like oh, every man. job I ever worked like that. All every job like that, you had to find some way to to steal. Like, shout out to the employees who do that shit. Yeah, shout out to regular. people who steal 80 cents of deli meat like three times a day because they cut a little too much. <laughs> like, you're my people. That was, that was, my, that was my thing back then. So like those people are my people are people who like, yeah, leaving Popeye's at 11 o'clock. Like I'm taking two biscuits. Like, <laughs> you know, don't steal big. <laughs> you know, yeah. Retail employee. I think people, you read those stories about people who get caught stealing a shitload of money and you're like. Yeah, man. Like, why waste your time and go down for something like that? Small. For something so small. Just steal like so big. stupid shit. Like that's why people Bro, in offices but- steal staplers and pens because nobody cares. Like. Before you, before you break the law with theft, man, look up what the value of what you're stealing is. Because shit, if it's under 5000 and you, you, that's the crime you're like, they're going to hit you with, you why well, the fuck would you steal one McPatty, bro? Yeah, you might as like, well Like, I'm steal. coming for the whole fucking box. You might as box. well steal 4,000 patties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. You ever been you, charged with, hey, yeah, have you ever been charged with Grand Theft Auto? Have I ever been charged with Grand Theft Auto? Only in a virtual world. Yeah, it's an important question. <laughs> I have not ever been charged with Grand Theft Auto. I don't want to be your friend anymore, man. <laughs> I can't have a conversation with you about the severity of theft if you've never even lived it, bro. How can you how can you talk about theft if you've never experienced it? Hmm? That's that's true. That's true. I'm an imposter. I've never actually thieved anything of great value from anyone. So I guess I'm really. I guess I'm. I guess I'm just really not living. You've had things middle. stolen from you, though. I have. I have. <laughs> oh my that. god! I'll tell that story. Sure, why not? I'll Talk tell about, that story. Hell yes, dude! Hell yes! I'll tell that story to start the show because because that's that's yeah that's worth it. So I had my apartment broken into. I think two years next month. Actually, I think it was late October 2018 or something like that. So, uh, crowbar to my door. I'm a first floor apartment on a in a house down like a slight laneway. So like easy fucking theft. Uh, crowbar to the door, I lifted the screen uh, on my front door and reached in and unlocked my door. So like no bust and shit up. Uh, stole, left everything of significant value in my apartment building, in my apartment. Uh, my PlayStation, like my laptop, my computer, all my records. Uh, they left the pile of change for my laundry, which was literally like, uh, it was like 14 loonies. It was like 14 bucks. <laughs> loonies, by the way, for anybody listening to this in America, are what us knuckleheads 
have as single dollars here, which are small gold, which are gold coins, not really gold, faux gold coins, <laughs> which we have instead of your single. So in case you're wondering if your thought strays this way, yes, we do throw them at strippers. And as well as toonies, which are the $2 version, we, instead of, instead of making it rain, we make it hail here it's in Canada. It's the adult version of coming in with a slammer to kids with pogs. Just <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So this guy leaves because this was a, this was a, from my political incorrectness here, this was a crackhead job clearly because the, this was like a tired iron, tire iron, but left on the floor, by the way, that like, was so rusted it had been it clearly like been outside for the last decade and a half this thing was so fucked i still have it it's on my shelf by the way i kept it as a souvenir so they leave everything of value they rummage my sock drawer my underwear drawers clearly looking for the money i don't have stashed in those places because i use a bank like a regular person and then they stole my ashtray full of ashes which were which was uh roaches by the way joint roaches which which by the way i finished mine there's nothing on them to begin with. They didn't notice the, the glass jar filled with like seven ounces of weed under the table. They left seven that. They stole, <laughs> they, stole a bottle of, they stole three bottles of cologne that Matt and I, dude, you and I bought these together. Hey, our hey first, you got to get that discount, our bro. first week of university 10 years ago. This, <laughs> dude, those things, are, those things were bought like 10 years ago today because it was our first week at Western 10 years ago. We... They stole all three of those bottles, which I have had I had had for like eight years because it takes you a lifetime to use three bottles of cologne. And they stole my acoustic guitar, which I hadn't played in six years, and I never really learned to play. And they stole a sex toy out of a drawer. So, <laughs> the combination Ooh, of items was You never told me that part of the story. I didn't. I swear I did. I that, never heard that. Was that was the funniest part. Maybe I was too embarrassed to share that, but now like so many people know that part. The funniest my, part? I thought the funniest I thought the funniest part is that you just got robbed by a fucking dude who's obviously high as fuck on meth or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Could have stolen so much of value and Stole instead nothing. took an old guitar and roaches. Old and guitar, old guitar, like shit. roaches, cologne, and a sex toy. <laughs> I didn't know about this. What the fuck? <laughs> for, the, for the record, since I've already shared this, it was not, it was, it was a sex toy that was intended for my my current relationship not for myself if anyone's mm. thinking it was one of those okay things. okay yeah. <laughs> i have Nobody not yet tell to, me this i'm part. currently in a relationship so i have still not i have yet to stoop low enough to require one of those i believe so <laughs> oh shit that's funny. okay so that's so, a true man. story yeah i got robbed i got robbed of what I, I and ever since that day all i can think is that somewhere there is a there was a guy on the street that night who smelled great looked awful had a slight buzz gone and was strumming Wonderwall for his like crackhead girlfriend downtown. That's, like that is the default song. song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every dude with like shoulder length hair that has an acoustic guitar when he strums it up. Oh yeah. You know what's going down. It's always in the set list. It's always in the set list sooner or later. So yo, do you have one of those uh, like Amazon homes or Google home things? No speaker. Never. No. You against those? I am so strongly against those. <laughs> you don't like being spied on and listened to? No. Do you have one? Yeah, we have one, but like we got it for free from Spotify. And my girlfriend was like, sick. That's awesome. It's a free speaker. And I was like, eh, but yeah, free speaker. So keep the microphone off at all times. But when it's, it's not, plugged it's not in, off, it's not off. It's not because no. when I say stuff, it'll be like the microphone is off. So obviously it's not Ooh. off. <laughs> Oh, funny how that works. And funny, yeah. by the way, how they give them away, by the way. There's always mm -hmm. these promotions for free mm -hmm. Google Mini, free exactly. Amazon Alexa. Just take them. We don't, we, we don't, if they're giving away a product, it's because they're not making the money off the product. It's because you're the product. Duh, duh, duh. Exactly. Yeah, man. They just, want to, they just want to listen in on you, talk about weird shit, and then give you ads for really random weird shit on your and timeline. They, that and you know they just, they also want to hear you fuck. They totally want to hear you. They want they want your fuck noises in their in their spank bank, so they can listen to all your like shit. So some guy in a room can be like, oh yeah, that's actually why Jeff Bezos bought out Audible, so that 
because they had some dirt on him. Like, <laughs> Probably. Your technology. Amazon needs this. Yeah, man, you imagine that shit? The, the, yeah. the catalog they have on you in your house? The shit we've been talking about? Shit, I'm giving it to you freely right here. Exactly. But I mean, the stuff that I don't think the mic's on. This podcast is going to be released before we release it as an Amazon original. <laughs> They'll be like, we yeah, got these two guys. Well, They're great. <laughs> okay. So we hate them, right? But imagine Agreed. if we'd use them for good. Hmm. Hmm. Do, like do maybe tell. notifying your neighbor if the drugs are or if the cops are about to raid his drug den. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So check this out. So I guess the FBI and uh, state police are pretty pissed off, considering that people are using their new Amazon Rings and other doorbell smart devices to notify people that police are on their premises before they even get a chance to, to you know get a knock on the door. A nice little bang, bang, bang. Open up. Now these don't these things connect to like an app on your phone? Yeah, dude, they connect to everything. Like a, on your don't phone. you get like a ring when like somebody comes to your house or your phone like bleeps or something like that? Like I'm pretty sure, and I think it's up to you as the the consumer, or whatever, right? You can change the settings. And then and can't shit, you also so like, like can't you like like log in and like watch your own house? Like you get like yes, you can. Yes, you can. So I eat next door. I live beside you, and I've got to grow up in the basement. And you know this, and I'm down there not paying attention. And you call me and say, "Hey, Matt, they're coming." Although this is this is what I think is hilarious about it. They they're, they're actually like apparently law enforcement is upset about it. But like drug dealers have been doing this for years. Yeah, what's dude. the difference between this and the classic CCTV? The the, the that's what cameras? I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. Like out of the movies where there's like a guy like sitting on a chair watching like eight small televisions with with a bunch of shit and like a fucking pit bull and a twelve gauge and all that. And like, like that's why. Well, I mean. actually, to be honest, those guys knew who were going up every side of the road, and they had the police in their pockets. So maybe that's a little extreme. But I'm talking true. about the Jesse Pinkmans of the world. The cops are disappointed that they can't. Outside? The cops are disappointed they can't kick in the doors of the people who haven't paid them. Yeah, you're using it against us, even though we have body cameras on us, and we kind of conveniently turn them off if we want sometimes <laughs> when we have to rough you up. That's right. They get the memo to leave their body cams at home. So I don't know that. Yeah, that doesn't sound like it's a serious thing because it's. You're right. They've they've already been doing that for years. Like there's no, but like the thing for me, dude, is it's one more step in us having these access to all these different smart devices in our lives, trying to become normalized, dude. And in the other sense, you imagine having fucking um like a, something in your house where someone can actually tune in and listen to you at all times that oh, oh no, no, the fucking government yeah like, so what you're what 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 you're saying and what i fully agree with is uh it's just another step in everyday people bending over to take it straight up the ass from these fucking companies that are like oh, we're gonna steal everything accept. yeah we're yeah. gonna steal everything from you until you have no dignity or privacy left and we're like but it'll order me paper towels and all i have to do is yell at it like <laughs> you can yeah, do this little robotic you know grocery ordering house slave hey alexa order me some toilet paper yes master <laughs> that's the <laughs> shit people are doing where they're just like she listens to everything i've ever said to anybody like that time i snapped on my kids like she heard you like she put that in the bank just in case oh, fuck, like dude i i say some and you know this too we've had some moments in college some aha moments where like of course we just have some ridiculous conversations in private you know and you think you're yeah. in private and you try to respect that shit but then at the same time <laughs> shit i live in an apartment building anybody can walk by at any moment and listen to everybody's doors, already heard so. you yeah there's been a few yeah, people who probably walked and been like that guy's fucked. That guy with the dog. He's you're gonna fucked. start. Getting, you're gonna start getting looks. You're gonna get in and be like, "Hey, how you doing?" The people are gonna be like, "What?" Oh, I already, I already have those looks from this one dude in my building. Well, fucker. What did you do to him? <laughs> if I, I went to throw my garbage out downstairs and I forgot my mask and I was literally like from the door to the thing putting my garbage out and this dude was fucking livid. So I was like. <laughs> I disengage old man I'm not gonna start a screaming match with you I'm like have a good day like yeah I probably oh, should have had one but I was going like four feet to the right outside my door yeah like the garbage shoots right there you know what I'm yeah. saying yeah fuck that guy and then we try <laughs> to get bro we try hey, to get into an elevator every just, single Canadian is gonna be listening to this show so be careful yeah. you're gonna be he's gonna pay you a visit no, he's a fucking dickhead man we tried to get into the elevator the other day and he just like by himself was like no I'm like, oh. all right, man. All right, man. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. He's lucky he's you. got an excuse. No, I think he's probably got like an immunocompromised chick at home or something, right? I feel for him, but at the same time, he's this dickhead about it, though, dude. Like he's like was mean as fuck to me, and I, 
I'm like, I'm just trying to disengage. I'm not trying to yell at a fucking old man today and cuss him out. I know you're right, dude. I know you're right, but I'm 28. I went to throw my shit outside. You're fucking 75. I'm not getting into yeah, yelling match I with you. I respect that. Just keep your distance. Keep the spores to yourself, really. Okay, so here's, here's my question for you, though. Okay. So you know how, like, those the stuff in your house is listening all the time, yes. everywhere? Yeah. What yeah. if that guy could listen in? What, like, like a neighbor? Yeah, what if that yeah, – exactly. What if the old man that I don't like that goes to the elevator could listen in? I, that, that would be the worst. And there's been stories yeah. about that from, like, Amazon Alexis where they're like, oh, like, some person was, was like, getting the, rec- like, sound from their neighbor. And they're like, I can hear you guys talking next door. And they're like, oops, it was just a glitch. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Ooh, what a glitch. Also, also, what if they had a feature called drop-in feature? So now oh, if boy. you have access to it, you're completely allowed to listen in, talk over it. Do anything you want on that fucking speaker. No. Dog, that shit's here, bro. No. That shit's here, man. <laughs> I mean, this Yo, is and l- literally Orwell. <laughs> like... <laughs> and landlords want to use it. Of course they do. Your landlord wants to use this. Yes, they do. And I am swear to God, My bro, landlord wants like... to finally prove that I smoke weed in this apartment. <laughs> they do. They After do. five years. After five years of them being like, we know you're in there. And I'm like, no, I'm not. They're, they're going to put that. They're going to show it next time when they come to the fire extinguishers. There's going to be a little Amazon. There's going to be a little Alexa on my ceiling. Flashback 12 months to when you're signing your lease. No smoking. Agree. Oh, of course. <laughs> Never touch the stuff. Never. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Yo, so seriously, though, this drop-in feature is a legitimate thing now. And some landlords, I guess, kind of want to use it. Can't be legal. Can't be legal. No. No. I feel you, man. Can't but here's be legal. the thing. Here's the thing. I thought the same thing when I read this article, okay? So they're talking about how landlords basically, if you get, would give them the ability to, right? They would be able to hear your audio. They'd be able to watch video if you have one of those video device things watch or whatever. Video. Play again, their voice. Again, about seeing you bang. It's always about seeing you bang. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. So obviously, like, legally, it wouldn't be okay. But what about all those, like, fucking weird little, like, controlling-ass family members and shit like that that would be like, no. If you're going to be living in a place that I'm paying for, blah, 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 I'm going to have my little thing in. Oh, Dog, that shit terrifies me. Oh, like you mean like you rent a room terrifies. from like, yes, you rent a room dude. from some yes, like nice lady crazy or crazy guy. Oh, by the way, I just put this camera in your bedroom here and when I can turn it on, like stuff like that. Right. Like, Cause as long as it has the access code to say like, Hey, it's cool. You're permitted on this network, bro. Yeah. They can tune in anytime they want. Dog. But then, anytime. okay. But then aren't people, then landlords are going to do like that shit. They always do where they'll be like, like, oh, like, well, then, like, I'll just rent this to somebody who will accept. Again, people willingly yep. bending over to take it up yep. the ass from people to be like, exactly I'll happily my sacrifice my, my dignity and my privacy so I can live in this cardboard box of an apartment in an expensive city, basically. Dude, it's fucked up, man. Fuck bad landlords, straight up. If you, if you, if you are a landlord and yeah, you're a dickhead like that, you fuck you. Tell me. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, we've had some good ones. We had good ones in college, if I remember. When we were when we were students, we had we had good, we had, we had landlords where it, things that we may have been caught in the act of would have gone a lot worse mm. for us. Like, well, I remember moving my bong out when that girl came down. I was like, oh hey, yeah. I remember us literally like, like smoking right, cool. weed in the basement and like a cla- <laughs> like there's a knock on the door at two o'clock in the afternoon. Like a reasonable time, by the way, to show up to speak to somebody about their apartment <laughs> and like two o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday. And we're like, oh, shit, somebody at the door. <laughs> like, yeah, because that's man. a normal time for people to show up. It's not a normal time for us to be a couple of fucking idiots in a room being like, uh, OK, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Jesus. Yo, man, how you I got a question for you. How you feel about Juggalos? I. I, I you know, here's the thing. I I don't know enough about them to make a judgment, but I will I will say the only things I ever hear about them are are positive. I usually tend to hear positive <laughs> yes, things dude. about juggalos. Like I've I've never heard a story where I've been like people are just like they're the worst. Like no, everything is always like they're doing something charitable or like they're they're stepping up for some cause. Like okay, so, no, I, I got no I got no ill feelings towards juggalos. But like, juggalos do you want to be here. a juggalo? Do I, do do I want to juggalo life? I, I don't know if it's for me. I respectfully do not believe that that is a lifestyle choice that I will take part okay, in. What if it came with like a special like hidden ability, like a passive ability, like it's a video game where you could fool AI <laughs> recognition? 
<laughs> comes with a passive card. Uh, okay, I don't know. What, what kind of passive card are we talking here? Boom, here we go. You commit a crime. Cops are looking for you. You paint your face like a juggalo. You can fool their AI. Are you down? Oh, this mm-hmm. is like a facial recognition thing? Like, mm-hmm. like, is this what is this? Juggalo's face paint disrupts AI or something like that? Bro, apparently, the way the depth of your face works on like certain, certain uh, facial recognition textures, the face paint throws the entire shit off so they can't fucking recognize you. Can you imagine that shit? You imagine a world where like people paint their faces like juggalos to avoid crime? Dog, in the, in the year we're currently living in, the starting of a sentence with the words, can you imagine a world where is always, yes, I fucking can. I can imagine any world. Now, I can imagine a world where that happens two weeks from now, where we're like, guess, uh, by the way, you got to wear a mask from your nose down and you have to paint your face from the nose up. Okay? That's, that's the way. You need to protect yourself from the dead, deadly virus and you need to stop being identified everywhere you go. So that's how you survive in, in the year 2021. <laughs> yes, I can imagine. We'd all have it. Oh, dude, it'd be beautiful. It'd be like a Mad Max world. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> God. Oh, that's not beautiful. That's the wrong word. That's terrible. That's, that's not so beautiful scary. at all. That's not beautiful at all. <laughs> that's actually so terrible. Yeah, to eat, I want to have to get in my steel cage off rotor and and put my spiked shoulder pads on and carry a machete and scream. That's I got to get groceries today. <laughs> like, Drink gasoline, baby. Of course. <laughs> oh my god. I guess juggalos must be like experts in contouring then, right? Like all those makeup tutorials and shit on the internet. Like they, they're, they're like the, the facial recognition heard, contouring kings. And queens. I have heard overheard girls talking and being upset before. This is a small sample size, but okay. upset at male drag queens ability to put on makeup. So I think there's something upset to this. how the, how good they are. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you were going to be like upset at the fact that they're doing that. I'm like, well, that's a regressive viewpoint for this day and age. Like they're just mad. They're so it's, they're jealous of the skills basically. Exactly. Apparently, apparently there's some dry Queens out there, bro. That are just like off the hop skilled. No, but for real, like, okay. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen any like, uh, just regular dudes? Wait, 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 wait. And I'm not talking like emo kids. I'm not talking like emo kids. I'm talking like guys who are actually wearing makeup. I'll tell you the truth. When I lived in Toronto, I I saw a lot more of that than when I lived here in London because yeah. Well, it's just a different demographic out here. But my point being is that, like, I've never seen it sloppily applied. Any dude that's wearing makeup, it's usually pretty fucking bang on. So, my well, point if you see a dude wearing sloppy Dolos, makeup, you're you're dealing with <laughs> you're dealing with somebody else. That's <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> Holy shit. That's, that's the so threshold. Eh? If the makeup's on correctly, you're dealing with somebody who's good at what they're doing. And if it's if some guy's got lipstick halfway up his cheek, like <laughs> you're you're Holy doing a fuck. wide you're giving him a wide berth on the sidewalk. <laughs> I pass a few of those downtown Toronto every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's that's oh, a geez. staple. Oh jeez. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so girls, do they sell do they sell like girl makeup toys for kids? Is that a thing? Girl makeup toys? Yeah, it's like, do they direct makeup at kids? I uh, ooh, probably. I would imagine they, they must. sell everything else, right? Do they do? Yeah. They must do like makeup, like Fisher Price kind of stuff. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd imagine they do. They do something like that, but coincidentally, you, coincidentally, what's that? Would you buy it for your kid? Would you would buy, I your buy kid a Fisher Price makeup no. toy? No, fuck no. All right, no. Would you? What else? Are you okay with your kid putting on makeup at six years old? Me? Yes. I, Have you seen Cuties on Netflix? It's my favorite show. Oh my God. I'm trying to get... <laughs> you know how easy it'll be. You know how easy it'll be to market this episode out to the world if you start fucking getting in that shit. Oh my God. I don't even know. I, no. I don't even think I can touch that with a forty foot pole. Like no, I just I completely say that as a, as a fucking oh joke God. to see like how did that shit get through screening? How is that even a real thing? How is that even an idea that got shot and put through? That's one of those like that's one of those things where people are like, I always think it's like you see some things you see those like advertising where there's like some like fucking like criminally racist shit like in a fashion catalog. And you're like nobody in the room put their hand up and was like, um, uh, yeah, I, I think maybe this one isn't a good idea. And like it's a whole room full of people were like, mm hmm, mm hmm. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's great. Not one person was like, I don't think you should make this. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Like, oh. 
how does that even get produced? And for anyone that doesn't know this, don't Google what the show is. It's called Cuties. Just don't even bother. You don't need don't, it in your history. Don't watch it. It's it's Netflix basically sexualized six year old kids. It's yeah. It, it's, it's basically horrible. there's you there's a million other things you can watch that are better, that that are worth your time instead of wasting your time on. Don't even do the like morbid curiosity thing. Like it's basically, it's basically like uh. A even more glammed up Holly like movie version of like those child pageants and dance competitions, but like made in like an entertainment way, which is like creepy and weird. Oh, Jesus. Like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, yeah that's the, that makes that makes me slightly religious too. That <laughs> oh lord, oh <laughs> lord, oh Jesus, turned oh, to a southern Jesus. pastor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that. Like I, that was a trend on Twitter that I saw that I was like, I I read the first four tweets about it, and that's. That's all I needed to know about what's going on here. Like, oh my god! Now, speaking of of horrible children stuff, <laughs> hard to transition from the sexualization of of young kids into another story. But threw you a bone there. I mean, give you an easy one. The fucking a <laughs> podcast is specializes in transitioning out of awkward situations. Now, there's an article here about Fisher Price, as you mentioned before, that they are trying to help our kids get through these tough times, which, you know, part of that is, is giving them a view of the future, which introducing the Fisher-Price new coronavirus pandemic line of toys that are stationed for working at home, which includes the new home office kit, the My Home Office set from Fisher-Price, which comes with a toy laptop, changeable fabric apps for the screen, a toy smartphone, a headset, and coffee cup. Because you're never too young to learn about how, never too young to get acquainted with your future as a wage slave in a cubicle addicted little to drones, your phone. Little drones, baby. Exactly. Little drones, <laughs> baby. Little, little drones collection from Fisher Price. Which, <laughs> which in, the, in the set, it comes with also a headset with a microphone. Because your only career path in the future is going to be to answer phone, phone calls from angry customers all day. And obviously a cup of coffee to, you know, keep you yeah, going. Yeah, to, give you to that kick start your caffeine addiction at, at the age of two. <laughs> so you're never That's too early to start. It's, it's, a liter- it's a dopamine set, bro. <laughs> they gave these kids a hormone set. It's, it's just straight computer screens, yeah. a phone screen, caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> here you go, four-year-old child. Here's exactly. a rush you've never experienced in your life. You're, here's preparing. You're going to be prepared to basically like work a, whole, work a job that's on the computer, spend all your time at home on a computer, have a phone in your life at all times, 24-7, answering phone calls because it's going to be the only job left, and drinking coffee to keep yourself from slamming your head off the fucking desk every day for the rest of your career. Career. This kids are set up for a beautiful, yeah, quote unquote career. Exactly. Now, now the the office set is not the only one. They did actually come back with. They did come back with something a little better. The cutest chef gift set. All right. This is basically just the stuff you'd give your kid to wear while they eat, except somehow it's a chef. They basically sold the the stuff you put your kid on the bib for some reason, an oven mitt because encouraging your toddler to learn how to put their hands in hot places is also no, teaching how to do it safely. You asshole. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be able to recognize for the children, bro. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure the toddlers will be able to distinguish the safety measures being pointed out there in the 400 degree oven. They, they open up now. Yeah, they... The next item is even more exciting. This is the baby biceps gift set. Now, this includes a headband, a dumbbell, and a kettlebell, okay? Plus a pretend protein shake drink cup. Because on our theme here of getting kids addicted to stupid shit way too young, let's get them searching for those gains, bro, right away. You're never too early to start on your gains. Bro, I'm telling you. It's not for the kids. It's not for the gains for the kid. This is for parent gains, bro. They're just marking these toys towards the parents. It's not for the kid. It's not, oh, look, my kid's strong. It's, oh, I want my kid to be strong because I'm into the gym and shit. So I'm getting exactly. this. Same thing with the baby photographer set they've got out there too. Nice little yes. tour yes. attraction on the side. So, okay. 
My here's, this is the most modern fucking preparation set ever. Your crappy office job, your obsession with your personal weight and fitness, and your need to take pictures of fucking everything forever. You're set for life in this new world, man. Pictures, <laughs> crappy jobs and smartphones, substance addictions, and obsessive, obsessive need to be in good shape. You're set. <laughs> what other, you, this kid, yeah, this, these kids, why do kids need school? Just, you've got it. You're done. You don't need math. You don't need English. You don't need to, you don't know how to fucking read a book, a book. Like, no. Can you take pictures? Can you read Preferably a text? Of yourself? Yeah. Can you read a text message? Can you answer a phone call and say yes or no? And No, can, no, can they can't. Substances? They can't. Mm-mm. No, no kid under 12 can answer a phone anymore. Are you kidding me? The crippling social anxiety from having to talk on a phone. <laughs> That's right. You know how terrifying it is? When I place my internet order for my food to contact deliverously outside my door and they have to call me and speak to me oh. on the phone to ask for directions uh, when they get hello? there. Hello? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, just, just, just leave it at the door. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, okay, okay, thank you. Uh, okay, bye. Yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. And you're conveying like two pieces of information, which is like, hello, and yes, I'm aware you're here. Like, pretty much, man. And but here's like, the thing if you talk to most people, like, I'm telling you, like, younger people, I got a younger brother, right? And, like, right. I don't think I've ever seen them talk on the phone ever. They talk on their, they'll play games and stuff, but I don't think I've ever actually seen him make a phone call other than it to be my mom or my dad. True. His friends, they only text each other, bro. And it's like, why are you calling me if someone calls? Like, it's like a. And people always do that shit where they're like, they're like weirded out. By your way, uh, let me ask you this, okay? I'll, here's here's a story popping in my head. Somebody 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 suggested one time, a friend of mine. Uh, I sent I sent her a message because I was asking her a question about like some work shit, but the only way I had to contact her was through an Instagram DM, right? So mm-hmm. I did that, and then after a bit, she was like, "Here's like my here's like a phone number, so we can like actually like talk like people who know each other as friends." So uh, one time, I sent her another instagram message because i was just like i'm one of those people that like if i latch i like latch on to the form of communication with a certain person i'll be like this person i always contact via this way and she was like it's weird she said after a while she's like don't you know it's kind of weird to instagram dm somebody and i was like what do you mean and she was like like that's like like more personal than a text message was her point which is that like me even if it's like the most innocuous conversation like like nothing like I'm not hitting on her. I'm not doing anything like that. Like it's literally like, hey, like something, something from work. Like the fact that I'm using the Instagram DM is a mode of con- mode of of communication that is like apparently like is that a thing? Like am I, is that actually a thing that people consider that certain things mean certain messaging systems mean certain things? I'm going to be honest, dude. The only person I DM is either you or my girlfriend. Uh, like, I don't know. I feel that, though. I could see kids thinking that it's like, yo, you slide in the DMs, bro. Right. That's, is there a hierarchy? Hey, trying to, like, there, there must be. It's like, where's, like Snapchat must be up myself. there, right? I don't know this stuff. I don't either. Yeah, pro- like, you, no, I think, I think the process is you find the Instagram because kids don't use Facebook anymore. So right. you find the Instagram. You're like, oh, this person, whatever fucking don't want to bang them i'm 11 and my hormones are going crazy <laughs> what's your snapchat and then they hook up the snapchat and it's oh, on bro oh my god that's what the kids are doing these days i think i don't i wouldn't imagine you're that uh, no i can't imagine you being that no i think snapchat's i think snapchat's the most like quote-unquote personal right because you're say. like taking a, a three-second video of your like you right now wherever you are isn't that i don't yeah. use snapchat so i don't i don't fucking well know. here's the thing so like instagram is like instagram and facebook are this profile you're putting out there for the world to be like this is my snapshot profile of like how i want you to view me where snapchat is more like here's me kicked back at my day-to-day life it's how it's normally used now right. people more who monetize vulner- it more vulnerable kind yeah. of people who monetize it's a little different right they have their persona on there as well but i feel like the average okay. person is probably using it yeah yeah for sure yeah. and i mean like i snapchat my girlfriend and i snapchat i don't even snapchat you you don't even fucking have i don't it. even use it no i got no Good. interest in the, I, I i don't want the world seeing me Good, any, man. anytime i'm ever in my own personal space <laughs> there's nobody on earth who is better off for seeing what i'm usually like sitting on my couch like they're not gonna see this and be like hey what's up like they're gonna it's it's not adding to their day i'm not i'm not targeting i'm not taking you don't want to get you don't want to give them the big head headshots no yeah like the like no chin like (laughs) 
Hey, yeah, like that kind of shit. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, uh, yeah, shit. like my girlfriend's not even like she doesn't even remotely have an interest in that either. And I'm like, fair enough. I'm like, good, good. No, none of that back and forth. Like, yeah, it's back to yo, man. The people that can like we were talking about before earlier, man. The people that can unplug from that shit. Oh, it's amazing. All the praise to you in the world. Oh my All God. the praise and to you in like, the world, like, man. Like I, I, I think about it and then I'm like, and now like with podcast stuff, like I, I can't, I'm always at least locked into Twitter. I could like take a break, but then I'm like, I don't know. Like, what do I do? Like, I'm going to, I'm going to come back. Nobody's going to know I exist without it. Like you have to maintain your status. I got it. It's so fucking stupid. I feel like there's like a sliding scale of people who are like use social media. And I feel like you and I are close on the scale, but like at different parts, I use it a little bit more than you do. I felt scale from the- one to 10 of, of one being not at all and 10 being all the much. I think you and I are both like somewhere between threes and fours. Like, yeah, I caught myself at about a 10 the other day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm walking with my girlfriend. We just went to the aquarium. It was a great date. Had a lovely, lovely evening. So we're walking home. And anyway, we come under this bridge to get up to these connecting streets. And there's this wicked fucking like art mural on the wall. Right. Beautiful art. It's like some old Spanish shit. She's like, hey, can we take a photo in front of it? I'm like, fuck yeah. Sounds great, girl. Well, she has a, she has one of those like extendable like selfie sticks, right? For right. taking photos. So she's like, pulls it out. I'm laughing. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's do it. Well, dude, as she's pulling it out, I'm looking over there and there's like a table. I'm like, what the okay. fuck? That's kind of weird. And I look beside the next post under the bridge and there's like another table. And then there's a dude sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I realize I'm like, wait a second. He has a bed set up but like made of tarps and he's like sat up in his bed of tarps under this bridge. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like 10 feet away from him. I'm like, uh, so my girlfriend's got this selfie stick in front of this and we're about to take a photo. And I look at her, I'm like, yo, make it quick. She's like, what? She snaps a photo. So there's this photo of her and I looking at me like confused as hell. Yeah. And she's like, what, what's going on? So I la- I'm like, let's go. We smile, take the picture and leave. As we're walking up, I'm like, babe, you realize we were in a guy's like house under a bridge, oh, right? And she's, like, what are you? she's like, she's like, what are you talking about? Like seeing a photo of this. I'm like, you didn't see the table and stuff there. And she looked at me dead in the eyes. And she's like, I thought we were in an, like a rustic cafe. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, 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 what? It's the new <laughs> hipster a... joint, bro. It's yeah, just opened bro. up <laughs> under the bridge. It's the new cafe. <laughs> uh, dude it was like we laughed so fucking hard but it was an immediate like oh my god i just did that i just took like a tourist photo in front of this guy's home under a bridge (laughs) and you know what i bet he still pays 1200 a month dude i just i was so embarrassed i had i was like let's go we just and then we died we're like hardest i've laughed in the longest time it was honestly one of the funniest moments for my girl and i because like we did it quick she was like totally cool about it and like kind of saw after what was going on but her initial reaction, dude. Holy fuck. Oh my God. Oh my God. <sighs> wow. Wow. Way to go. Way to go. You yeah. ruined that guy's life. Yep. Yeah. Any big bridges and where we're at? Well, speaking at of all bridges, of good segue. <laughs> speaking of bridges and speaking of children's things, since we've been on the topic of kids all day, which is a good oh, start God. for this show. Oh but my God. So now, sorry. the classic nursery rhyme, right, is, is about London bridges that are falling down, right? You know the stupid song that you oh, learned as God. a kid, London Bridge Falling Down. Well, as it turns out, London, not the London I live in, but the real one. <laughs> I, I live in the cheap, I live in the Chinese knockoff city down the road that pretends to be London. <laughs> it's to be London. Uh, the actual London's bridges are collapsing, <laughs> which is ironic, I think, in the truest sense. Now, apparently... Just like the case with so much infrastructure around the world, the problem is that they just haven't been properly maintained and bad. They're now badly corroded and collapsing. Now, the problem is, is that London is built on its famous Thames River. Thames, 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 Thames. Somebody English get mad at me. Now, Thames. what's Thames, right? I, it is. And I know that. Thames. And I live for the, for anybody who wants to know, I live in, I live in London, Ontario, which again is literally a knockoff of London, England. All the streets are named the same shit. It's it's and there's a big river that that smells like garbage here too, that's also called <laughs> in, a, the in every river. city. It smells so bad that river. Anyway, so yeah, we have a fictional Thames. So you think after almost a decade in this city, I would know what to say it. But now the bridges in London are in London, England are 
literally going to collapse and they've had to be shut down multiple times. The problem is, is that for some people, any one of these bridges like being shut, shut down or someday actually falling into the water creates like a massive traffic problem because then now people are apparently saying that they're, you know, like 20 minute commutes are turning into like two hours. So just how much of a problem this is. They're completely cutting off boroughs, man. Like completely. So you're talking about like thousands and thousands and thousands of commuters that just have no way across a body of water. Like, so you have to go a complete fucking other way. Dude, somebody goes down for five minutes in the city I live in and (laughs) there's chaos. You know, you shut the whole fucking bridge down. Yeah. Holy shit. And it's just due to poor like like infrastructure maintenance and shit, right? Like just over time, shit falling apart, not being kept up on. Like the one bridge... 187 million dollars to fix the fucking bridge in hammersmith the hammersmith bridge yeah 187 million it's not that much money i mean it's a lot of money but but and here's dude this is the thing i've talked about this on my on my other show a bunch of times and 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 the one thing that i always came back to at the end of that was like this is the easiest political win this is why i don't get how people can fucking let this happen all the time it literally is is in the interest of the public good it is a good use of taxpayer money that nobody will ever get mad at it creates a bunch of fucking jobs jobs for people who need jobs right now who are being phased out of workforces like it, it it's so hard to wrap your head around that this is the thing and it's in like every fucking country on earth like half a century ago, everybody was like, time to build bridges because we build bridges everywhere and we're getting better at building shit. So there's bridges everywhere. And now they're all falling down because we were like, oh, it's a job well done. They're built and they just left them. Like it, it, makes, it makes fiscal, economic, political, it always makes sense. And yet nobody does it. Nobody will do it. And it, and it lines the pockets of, of, of fucking real estate people who are some of the shadiest, most money... Yeah, because it ain't sexy, bro. It ain't make sexy, it sexy to talk about build building. sexy bridges. Build some modern, fucking <laughs> sexy ass neon light fucking bridges. Yes. Sleek, build sexy bridges. Black, like fucking build some shit. Then stop fucking around with this bullshit. Oh, I can't. Oh, we just can't find it in the budget. There's a guy worth a trillion dollars in the next five years. Don't give me some bullshit. There's no fucking money in. It. It's because you can't invest like stocks into it. Like, you can't buy stock in roads, basically, I guess. So find some fucking way to do that, too. Keep the suits happy. Keep the men and worker boots happy. Build some shit. Fucking if, you, if you could buy stock in road, would you invest in your city? Would I invest in my city? Because uh, the assessment ooh. of mine is I would never, ever, ever invest. Okay, Fuck but that do, shit. Do, <laughs> do you realize the conversation we're having right now? If you could buy stock in your own roads, would you invest in your city? It's called taxes. <laughs> That's what taxes are for. You're supposed to pay taxes are reinvesting in your own society so it can be better. But that doesn't happen. What I'm saying is it's such a state of disrepair that if buying stock was an option, I wouldn't do it because I don't fucking believe in the company and its projections. The roads are shit, dog. There's like two seasons here. There's two seasons, and I don't know if it's like that in other people's cities, I but here it is. it's fucking winter and construction. Right. Those are the two seasons on the roads, bro. I see. I like, see you. I see up. you've been around Toronto long enough to learn that classic saying. And yet, <laughs> and yet, it feels like nothing is like everything always needs to be done, right? Brit, like that shit's yeah. not sexy. Dude, the city doesn't want to put a problem. bunch of money into it. And think about that. Think about how when you say that, and you're like, "There's two seasons: just winter and construction," right? Which is which is also basically saying that this is exactly the problem. There's so much more to be built that's new and so much repair that already needs to be done. And that's only going to get worse. And then yep. worse as the things we built in the last 20 years start to fall into mm-hmm. disrepair. that it is, it is an endless economic fucking, you know, like it, honestly people are like, Oh, the jobs of the future are sitting at home. I'm like, the jobs of the future are maintenance are, are keeping up everything we built in this fucking planet we built all this shit, and it, I don't know if people forget, things fall apart. Everything falls apart. There's no such thing as, an, as, as any material that lasts forever unscathed, except for plastic and nuclear fucking radiation. Like, that's, have, you ever, have you ever thought about a job in motivational speaking for trade schools? I would love to. I would love that side hustle. I'll start, a, I'll start another podcast and it'll be yelling, yelling in favor of infrastructure with Dan. Get into trades. Get yeah. into trades. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Now, as we get to the end of this episode here, we have to pay homage to a, to a hero. 
a man, a man who is from the greatest generation. Now, this is a man, and this is a real name, Suddy Economy. Again, Suddy Economy, 94 years old, passed away. Now, rest he, in peace, rest in peace to a man who fought in the Second World War. Now, his request upon his death, a bit unusual, he has requested to be buried in a giant juicy fruit package of gum style coffin. He wants to be buried in, an, in, a, in a casket painted like those little five-stick yellow juicy fruit packages. Now, Matt, he served in the Second World War. Okay. Why do you think he wants to be buried in a juicy fruit coffin? Show, show me your good. history muscles. Yeah, I guarantee you straight up, man, was in the war. Had no food, yes. sitting in his trench, and all he had in his back pocket were like M and M's, yeah, and juicy fruit. Yeah, he's getting he's getting like right? trench foot. Yes, you're yeah, you're yes, right. Yes, you're basically the, he's you know get, got trench foot forty years ago in the middle of the freezing fucking winter, waiting for the waiting for the crowds to come over the line, and all he had was this fucking juicy fruit, and and it was probably like his favorite thing, and. Yeah, that never like how much how much how important that is to this guy that like 75 years later, he's like still it still meant that much to him to be like that fucking gum like got me through the worst shit. Now, I didn't know this. Apparently, during the Second World War, they stopped selling any of this stuff. Uh, Wrigley stopped selling any of this in America, and they basically diverted their entire supply to soldiers overseas. That was like part of their wartime effort. So. I don't know. I guess Damn. I got to do more research, but like, Stepping I guess up for the I don't country. think exactly. I don't think you could have gotten juicy fruit like as a, as a draft dodger or a, you know, or whatever they are <laughs> like, or somebody over 40, I guess. in the, you know, 1940, it's like, if you were just a guy back home, you couldn't chew juicy fruit because the Wrigley's was sending it all overseas. That's like that morale boost, I guess. Right. But that is, that's amazing. So do you think, okay. So if he's going to the extent of getting buried in a juicy fruit coffin, okay. is he coming in in like a tinfoil suit? Like, is he going to be a stick of, and like pale as fuck like that white guy? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just laid up like stick. Did they out. wrap him in the foil wrapper? <laughs> oh, you know, God. he's the color with like that. And he's got like oh, that white God. morgue powder on his skin. You know what I mean? Oh. Like that powdered sugar on the gum stick. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. No disrespect. I mean, man is a hero. Uh, you know all respect to the war that god mr economy you and i mr economy yeah mr economy (laughs) by the way which i couldn't believe i actually thought i couldn't find his name in the article at the start because i thought mr i i like the right the words didn't register as a name in my head but mr economy like a wrestling character bro mr economy wears a tinfoil suit dresses like a monopoly man but he's a war vet so he's (laughs) oh fuck That'd be a good. That'd be a good hero character in a wrestling set. Yeah, all he talks about is respect. No, oh my god, it it's all. It sounds also like one of those like platitudes that politicians use. Like it's Colin Kaepernick. I'm Mister. Yeah, I'm Mister. I'm Mister Economy. I'm all of <laughs> Mister and Mrs. Economy here. I'm fighting for them. Like it sounds like some po- political bullshit. But oh man, oh, fuck. Now, Mister Economy, rest in peace. You're a hero. I, I genuinely hope he gets those wishes. Like, fuck yeah, man. You want to get buried in a juicy fruit coffin? Hell yeah. Everybody should be allowed to have done with their body what they please when they die. Sounds like a riff rap lyric, bro. It does a little bit. Buried me in a juicy fruit coffin. Like, <laughs> it's just fucked. But that's a, it, it's, it's amazing, though. Like, uh, good, for him. good for him for getting what he wants. Like, uh, you know, the, Yo, all should be allowed res- to do whatever All respect to Mr. Economy. That's a baller, dude. Mr. Economy. I salute you, man. A couple of Canadian bros saluting an American hero being buried in an, a truly American fashion. All right, bury me in a fisherman's friend <laughs> sealed bag. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, do it. Oh, man. Oh, shit. All right, well, this is episode one. Oh, my God, we made it through an hour and more, I believe. I don't know. I didn't keep tab on time today. So, episode one, fucking A. The podcast, the new podcast sensation. My name is Dan, and this is Matt. We thank you for Hello. stopping by Goodbye. for this episode. Uh, you thank can you. follow us on Twitter and Instagram at fucking a podcast. That's F U C K I N no G E H podcast. And you can also email us at f letter f letter n letter e letter h podcast at gmail.com. F N E H podcast 
at gmail.com where you can leave us more horrible criticisms, uh, notes of support, uh, love, suggestions, stories, thoughts about life, philosophize on your existence through this current nightmare that is life on earth. You can and also forward us your unused McDonald's coupons that they send in the mail. You I like can. Those. You can. I'm do trying that. to get those free Egg McMuffins. Please, get at please me. send us whatever you want. Send us your Amazon Alexa recordings um, because you can trust us. You can't trust Jeff Bezos, but you can trust us. Fucking A. Don't trust Bezos. Trust us. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. We'll, uh, we'll see you next time. We hope you come back for episode two and on Deuces. and forward to the future. A warrior. My story glory bound. A warrior now. Yeah. A monster for the sick and shut out where my story found. Yeah. I overcame every obstacle that's ever placed. The gods have promised victory will one day know my face. Won't be denied the prize. Won't be denied my prize. RT 